Glory to God. I think one of the biggest reasons we fall out of zeal and out of passion is we get to a place where we figure either God is mad with us, we've let him down, or he doesn't love us, and we stop running after him. I was uh, say this, say, God loves me completely. God loves me completely. Say this, say, he's completely in love with me. He's completely in love with me. Say this, say, and he wants to speak to me. And he wants to speak to me. I, I was in the, the nail shop earlier and I was talking to Sue. And she was asking about, are you going to church tonight? And I said, yes, because she's a believer. And she said, well, what are you guys studying? And I said, we're studying hearing from God. And she says, oh, you can hear from God? And I says, yes. And she says, no. And I said, yes. She says, no, we, we fear God. We don't hear from God. I said, because of my fear of the Lord and my honor for him, I hear from him. And I, and, and I learned something that most people have either been taught wrong or haven't been taught at all. And they think God is this spooky thing way off somewhere. They don't want to be in communication with you. He wants to speak with you. He's speaking right now while I'm speaking. Even when I'm up here talking, you can hear him behind my voice. While I'm talking to you, he's talking to me. That's why I get hung up. I'm trying to hear him and talk and catch what he's saying. Most stuff I'm saying ain't even in my notes. I didn't even plan to say it. That's him talking. I'm the vessel. John 10. When we mention John 10, okay, I'm going to need you to stop, um, Jazz. No, because if you don't, we'll be here all night. Because I'm riding on that. You, you can go, go back, but just turn it down some. Cause I, no, really. Man. See, when, 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 when you tap into what's happening in heaven and sounds of heaven and chords from heaven, man, things happen on the earth. She just said there's new prophetic grace falling on them. You know why that is? That's because their hearts are right. That didn't say they everybody perfect and they just always get up and rattle. They're, when your heart is turned toward God and you want to please God, he can flow through you. Because the grace that's on them, she talked about ain't for them anyway. You do know your grace ain't for you, right? So John 10, we always go right to chapter, I mean, verse 10. It says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, if you go back and read 1 through 9, it talks about my sheep hearing my voice. And the voice of a stranger, they don't follow. And so when you, when you position yourself to know the voice of God and hear the voice of God, then you can avoid the thief coming to steal, kill, and destroy and walk in the good life, the abundance to the full till it overflows. But you got to learn his voice. Now I told you last night, 
um, that one of the ways was through his word. Say his word. word. Say it loud. His word. word. Which means you got to spend time in his word. The second one I told you about was through your pastor. Sometimes when you hear God, you hear the voice of your pastor. Stacy was telling me earlier um, about something where we released some things. You know, you guys prayed on New Year's Eve. How many of y'all were here? You didn't go to the club. You were here. Okay, we, we, we prayed in groups of three. Um, and, and we released some things for the new year. And I said this. I said, the enemy's going to try to come for what you just released in that circle. And I released some word and some scripture. And so the enemy came for his circle right away. And he heard my voice. See, a part of your pastor's role is to be the voice of God on earth for you. See, I know I was going to lose half of y'all. Yes. See, y'all, you talking cultish now. Once we understand this relationship between the pastor and the pew, are we going to win much quicker? See, then the third one I told you last night was life situations. Write down 1 Kings 17. There was a drought, Elijah's there, and that brook dried up. And he heard the voice of the Lord. You write down 1 Kings chapter 19. Look at all this in your own time. I ain't got time to go through it tonight. Elijah has just won this battle with the prophets of Baal then found himself in the cave needing to hear from God. Sometimes after your greatest victories comes your, your greatest attacks. He just, he, just, he just had a showdown with the enemy and won. Now he's in the cave depressed. I wish I, wish I had time. I wish I had time to go in there. But write down 1 Kings 19. Read the whole thing. Matter of fact, read 17, 18, and 19. All three of those chapters. We'll talk about it on Saturday morning. The fourth thing I got to get you tonight before you go, and I'll finish this too, is by the Spirit of God. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you won't hear God. Because it's the job of the Holy Ghost is to hear God and speak to you. He, he hears, He hears and speaks to you. Go, go to John 14. Let, let, let's look at some of this real quick. Mm, mm, mm. Glory to God. My sheep hear my voice. See, the difference between unbelievers and believers, we got to make decisions and we, we, we go and do the research and, 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 and calculate all the things we got to look at to make the decision. And unbelievers just make the best one they feel they need to make. Believers do that. They pull out all the resources and the calculations and all the information. And then they say, okay, God, is this your will for me? Come on here. Now, I got to hear now because it, the offer can look good. But God can know in three months the company's going to close. So don't take that one. He, he may know that's a, that house looks great. You walk through it and you quicken. But that ain't the one. There's another one down the street. Yeah. 
that, 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 that the family's already talking about reducing the price because mama don't want it no more. Come on, you, you got to hear God. And think about it. If we go around making good decisions and they feel good and seem good, but they were our decisions, what more would it be like if it was all God? Because you say, I, I, I bought the car and it's nice and it runs, I like my car. But, but here's, you said, but had I waited or had I known, meaning you went ahead of God. And you got a nice car, you can afford the note, but, but what you're saying is that was a better setup for me had I waited on God. If that means me riding the bus for another two months, or catching rides one more month, or taking two more Ubers in the lift one more week, I'm waiting on God. I want his will for me. You know, we've stepped out ahead of God sometimes and bought some stuff and somebody was trying to give us free. I remember my pastor was, you know, he was sitting at home and he says, the Lord told him clearly to buy this young lady a car. And Edie said, I heard that too. Now, God won't speak to them without speaking to you and telling you to wait. So if he spoke to them and said about the car, he had to speak to her and tell her to wait, but she moved ahead of God. She went and bought her a car. Pulled up and said, look at what I got. And he said, oh, daughter, you missed it. So I told us to buy you one last night. She said, I can take this one back. No, you can't. You got it. now. you missed it. <laughs> And ain't nothing like missing God. You got to live with what you missed. This is a season we don't have to miss God, saints. We ain't got to hit and miss and shoot in the dark. Listen, why, why not? Because the Holy Ghost. Let, let, I, I, want, I, want, I don't want to get ahead. I want to show it to you real quick. Go to John 14. You need the Holy Ghost. Part of why some of you have fallen into this place of lack of passion and zeal, you stop praying in the Holy Ghost. You got to get up every day and pray in the Holy Ghost. You got to take you at least, at least, I know you say, hey, people say, take you five minutes and pray. Stop all that elementary stuff. You want to grow in God. You don't, you don't watch five minutes of your favorite show. You don't play five minutes of PS3 or whatever the name of the game is. You sit there all night. Get up and give God at least 30 minutes and pray in the Holy Ghost. Walk, walk the floor in your house. Sit in your bed. Do what you got to do. But pray in the Holy Ghost for 30 minutes and build yourself up. Are you listening to me? Look at John 14, verse number 26. Um, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. Say all things. And bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. Look, go to 1 John chapter 2. Let me just give you a couple of scriptures here. Because we, 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 there was a shift in the night. So I didn't get to lay this out like I wanted to, but I'll give it to you on a Saturday. It's going to have to be the Holy Ghost. We ain't got but an hour. 1 John 2 and 20. Look at there. It says, but she have an unction from the Holy One. Y'all see this? And ye know, look, 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 you know what? All, come on, say all. all. Y'all just being too deep. I'm just reading the scripture. If these scriptures are true, and they are, 
We don't have to shoot in the dark. We ain't got to hit and miss. We can hit our target every time because we have the Holy Ghost. Y'all about to stay with me. Go to John 16. The Holy Spirit is a great revealer. He's going to speak to you. My God. We was on vacation and Jaden started breaking out. Rash. Eyes, face swole up. London went to bed. She woke up. She said, I know what it is. Holy Ghost told her what it was. I remember this from there and this and this and I, this is what that is. And we looked it up and said, yep, that's what it is. Took him to the doctor. That's what it is. Gave him some antibiotic. Cleared it up. He shows you all things. Yes, yeah, something just that simple about your child having the fever. One, You ain't got to go through all this because I'll tell you this. When you go to the doctor, they go into um, um, MD.com. What's the, I'm, I'm not joking. What's the name of that? WebMD.com. We, we took them one time before, and, and they come in there and check them and take the blood pressure and hit the knee and all that. Be right back. They're going to, the, to Google. She's in the hallway on Google. Red rash, swollen eye. Your son has. Somebody said, Holy Ghost. Look, look, look. Look at, look at 16, verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient, means to your advantage, for you that I go away, it's Jesus. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send them to you. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Verse number 13, how be it when, the, when he, somebody said he, he, it's a person. Am I hearing from God? The spirit of truth has come. He will guide you into what? Into what? For he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Who is he hearing it from? God. (laughs) He hears from God and he tells it to you. He hears from God and he tells it to you. He hears from God and he tells So you pray to the Father in Jesus' name. God speaks, Holy Ghost hears it, tells it to you. We have no business being in the dark. Well, you know, Reverend, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. That's not my testimony. He said he guides you into all truth. Not sometimes he misses, sometimes he hits. Oh, no, no, no. Tell your neighbor, say, I never lose. lose. Say, I'm either winning winning. or I'm learning. learning. But I ain't never losing. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He will show you things to come. Somebody hear from God. This is triggered by you praying to the Holy Ghost. And you begin to hear, man. You begin to see. So, oh my God. So, I sh- okay, I ain't going to do that. Nope. nope I, I, that's a good offer, but I just feel the Lord is telling me not to take that one. You begin to hear. Because he's showing you things to come. He, he gives you insight. He gives you inside information. Mm, but go to John 14. 
I ain't got time. Go to First Corinthians 2. Man. I'm going to read this and I'll let you go. Yeah, if, if it wasn't a school night, I'd keep you here. Ain't no school? Ain't no school? They go back next week. Well, look at here. So I got to go to work, Reverend. When he said ain't no school, they look at you like, man, hush. <laughs> look, look at 1 Corinthians 2. Real quick, I'll let you go. Verse 6. Howbeit when we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world, that come to naught. Stay with me. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. In a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom. Hidden means out of sight. It doesn't mean it don't exist. Write that down. Out of sight, but it exists. There are some things that exist in the spirit world that you have access to by the Holy Ghost. Ooh-wee. Listen, listen, listen. Verse number Seven, even the, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But, here's what we're used to hearing, but, but it is written, I had not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. I have it all planned out. Um, plans to take care of you. Do you good. All that great stuff. Okay all these plans. All these things I ain't seen and ear ain't heard. I need to know about that. Look at verse number 10. But God had revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searched all the things. Yea the deep things of God. The hidden things, the mysteries of God. The Holy Ghost grabs it and tells it to you. This keeps you in a a place with God that most folk don't get to. You, you, You were made to hear from God. You were made to walk with God. You were you were made to be like God. You were you were made to talk like him. You were made you were made to receive downloads from heaven. Adam never went to Garden of Eden high school, elementary school or tech school. He was just downloaded all the things that God needed him to have. And God is not finished downloading. Holy Spirit is the best teacher. Now nah, Reverend experience is. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Because if the experience was the best teacher, you wouldn't keep making the same mistakes. Now, evaluated experience can help you, but the best teacher is the Holy Ghost. Because he can teach you and you ain't never been to school. He can qualify you and you are 100% unqualified. You ever said in an interview or something with somebody or a real important talk and you didn't really know what to expect and they came at you from right, left and, and every which in the way but you were asking them questions. That was the Holy Ghost. He tells you what to do. He tells you how to do it. He t- a lot of times when I have those kind of means, I got this from my pastor. I'll, 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 I'll hear from God, I'll download and then I'll write it down. 
I'll type it out in big bold letters and take it with me so I don't miss it. If I got I got to talk to somebody or say something to somebody or I, I, I don't want to just be out there swimming. I, I, I want to hit my target. I hear from God before I go. I write it down. Don't be afraid to write stuff down. I, I got this, this journal now I got and, and, and when I hear I write I, I'll wake up at 2 in the morning. I can be sleeping I'll hear something. I'll wake up and I'll get the light and I'll try not to wake her up and I'll go in the next room and I'll write it down and come back and get in the bed. It's important to me. No one wake up and be like, what did God say last night? He had said something. Lord, I wish I had wrote that. Except, you know, not always late, but sometimes it's very early for me. And I'll hear and I'll sit right up. And I'll begin to write what I heard. All out. And if it's for somebody else, I'll email what I heard. If it's instructions, I'll email it to you at one in the morning. So I don't miss it. When you wake up, you'll get it. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. See, y'all gotta, you, you gotta get yourself in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a in a routine with the Lord. He's not some guy you run to when there's trouble. That should be a routine. This is what I do every single day. When I worked downtown, I had a routine. The alarm went off. I got up at a certain time. Boom, I'm up. I did a certain thing when I got up. Out the door by a certain time. In the car by a certain time. To the train by a certain time. Oh, I'm sorry. At, at, at Duncan by a certain time to get your coffee. Then to the train. Cause the train and it was routine. It was routine. It was routine. It was routine. Off the train, catch the company bus to the office. It was routine. Every single morning. How do you have these routines and God is not in it? He must be in your routine. But I got three kids and I got school and I got the iron and I got the wash and I had work late last night. That means nothing. Because I, I learned this a long time ago. We do what we want to do. There's a whole bunch of folk that's not here right now, but had I had the speakers we usually have, it'll be packed. I don't care about your work schedule and what time you got off and where you live because we draw on to certain things and we do what we want to do. God says, shut all that down in this season. I want to be the focus of my people's. I, I, I want to be the center of attraction. Are y'all listening? Talking about hearing from God, you cannot hear without the Holy Ghost. Go to, go to 1 Corinthians 14. Oh no, I want to finish. I want to finish. Where did I stop, Tuan? But God revealed them by his spirit. Verse 11. For what man knoweth the things of a man, say the spirit of a man which is in him, even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. We may know, we may know. Underline all these knows and know it. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teach it, but which the Holy Ghost teach it, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolish unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Spiritually discerned. 
The Holy Ghost tells you. I was talking to a pastor and that's what he told me. And, and I, my, it broke my heart. He said, man, I ain't never heard from God. What the heck are you doing pastoring then? What are you doing? What, are we, what have we turned this into? Give God his church back. We have mastered doing life without God. And God is saying, hey, daughter, hey, son, come on in here with me. Let's do this. I got so much planned for you. If there's one thing I know. Now, in hearing from God, I I I feel like I'm rushing now because we didn't have time. You got to stay in your routine or you'll miss him. How many of y'all know you can hear from God? Raise your hand, raise your hand. Put your hand down. But you've missed God before. Raise your hand. You know why? Because you've got to keep your routine. You've got to be present. And God must have your attention. It's kind of like sometimes I, I give my boys instructions. I speak to them. I spoke clear. But they missed it. Ever told your kids to go get something? Go up there and give me a fork and they come back down with a knife. Or come back and say, what did you say? Go up there and get. Because I told you last night you got to be still. And I know when I begin, here's a sign that, 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 that you're getting too busy and, and you're not hearing right. You begin to get frustrated with things that didn't usually frustrate you. I got to go back and slow down. I got to sit down. Let me give you five things and I'll let you go. Can I give you these five things? I said, can I give you these five things? How do I know if I'm hearing from God? Write these down. I told you before, we can't just look to God for the big specific things. You got to start a routine with him. Learn his voice on a daily basis. But how do you know if I'm hearing from God? Number one, does what you are about to do require faith? Does it require total trust in God? God told me to do this. Does it require total trust in him? Does it require total trust in him? Or you've already figured the whole thing out. Start a church called Lifeline. I believe I heard from God. I don't know what they look like. I don't know who's going to come. I don't know nothing about none of this. Never passed it before. Okay, God, total trust in you. I'm going. And here we are 10 years later. Doing the will of God. Planting churches. Following God's plan for my life. That he ordained before time. What happens if all the stuff he planned for you before time, you never tap into it? Because you don't learn how to hear from him. Oh my God. And he told me last week, he said, this is only the very beginning. He said, don't get comfortable pastoring. I said, oh God. Just when I was going to put my footies on and get my throw, come on here, and get the remote. He said, don't get comfortable. 
You know, as soon as you sit down and get comfortable, I ring the doorbell. When they were singing that song at Christmas, the ding, 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 dong, dong, ding. No, I, no, I heard bells ringing in the spirit for me. Number two, does what you are about to do, what you say you heard from God, does it require boldness, courage? That's really big. Because when you hear from God, you know it's God, it's going to take like straight divine boldness. I mean, I ain't talking about just big stuff. God can say, go talk to that sister that's been dealing with this with you. It's going to take some boldness. Number three, does your decision go against the world's logic? The world's logic. God told me to do this. Everything lines up with secularism and, and, and things that are against the word and all that. It's like, I don't know, brother. God told you to do that. And he told me to start hookers for Jesus. He told you to do that. Number four, do you have peace about your decision? Peace must rule your decision like an umpire. If there is no peace, I can almost promise you it ain't God. Because he ain't going to speak to you and leave you all confused and wandering. And scratching your head and pacing the floor when he's the prince of peace. He's going to settle that thing in your heart. You're going to be unbothered about that. Make sure that peace is true peace and not peace based on your selfish motives, though. Number five, does your decision line up with the word of God? Because God will never speak in opposition to his word. And if you know his word, which is our first point last night, you'll be able to distinguish his voice. That's me. That's how I know when I'm hearing from God. That's what I run it through. When there's no peace, I leave it alone. Until there's a peace. If I'm wrestling with something, uh, I got to keep asking and checking, and uh, it probably ain't the Lord. And we could, I could force it. Let's make it happen. I don't want to do that. I want sweatless living, sweatless victories. When you start passing, Reverend. It's going to be tough. It's going to be some days. Ends ain't going to meet. And, and I said, I don't receive none of that. That's it. Once God called me to do this, I told him, I received what you said. This is your work. I submit to your way. Your way is the way. You perfect what concerns me. I ain't struggling not a day in ministry. I don't know why that's y'all. That's not my testimony. Not going to happen. I'm the under shepherd. He's the good shepherd. My job is to hear his voice and do. We are the family of God. This is his church. What father don't provide? Come on here. That's, that's, that's me. That's my place of clarity. 
I can give you story after story of how I went ahead of this, Pastor Kelly, and missed God. I bought cars and missed God. I bought cars and heard God. See, you grow in this. I remember the first car I bought, I missed God totally. Totally. I mean, like, for real, for real. I bought a Geo Prism. I had to pay $55,000 for that car. Don't laugh. I still get mad about that today. But the last car I bought, I heard God clearly. I didn't even go to see the car. I just called him and told him what I wanted. And God said, that's yours. I said, I'll take it. I called them. I want this car on my way to Mexico. There's already a a contract on this car. I said, that's fine. Let me know when it falls through. Because I know what I heard. I went on Mexico and breached. On the way back, they called and said, "Uh, Mr. Roy, the contract fell through. I said, I know it did. I'll be there tomorrow to get it. Ten minutes, we was out of there. Ain't no in the back office trying to see what things, none of that stuff. Ain't no take it home, see how it run first, and then they call you and change the price. Ain't none of that. Because I grew in my hearing. Got to grow in your hearing. So the mistakes you made yesterday, you don't make anymore. I can hear clearly now. I can see clearly now. Come on here. Glory to God. There's so much I want to release to you, but I don't have the time tonight. Will you come back Saturday? Will you come back tomorrow night? I want you all to call. Man, that's such a grace here tonight. I want you all to call your brothers and sisters as part of our family and say, hey, get down here tomorrow night. I don't know what God's going to do, but I know he's going to do some great stuff tomorrow night. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, okay. Um, Give God praise for the word, I guess.